Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. A reported draft Supreme Court opinion. It is a clear-cut rejection of Roe v. Wade. Demonstrators target the court. Increased focus on states. In somewhere between 20 and 25 states, we would expect to see abortion access be eliminated. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. A reported draft opinion suggests the United States Supreme Court is poised to strike down the Roe versus Wade decision that legalized abortion. CBS's Jan Crawford reports it was obtained by Politico and has not been confirmed by the high court. We will not! The news set off late-night protests from both sides at the Supreme Court. America doesn't want to overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm very passionate about being pro-life. The leaked Supreme Court draft opinion shows the conservative majority voted to strike down Roe v. Wade. The 98-page draft opinion from February was obtained by Politico. Writing for the majority, Justice Samuel Alito wrote, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. Four other conservative justices reportedly also had voted to overturn Roe in the Mississippi case. It's unclear whether Chief Justice John Roberts would have allowed the Mississippi law to stand without overturning Roe, or whether he joined the liberals. Also unclear whether the early draft opinion will become the final decision, sending the issue of abortion back to the states. Right now, 13 states have laws banning all or nearly all abortions that would be triggered if Roe were overturned. The news about the reported draft opinion has triggered sharp reaction from longtime activists on both sides of the issue. Randall Terry is founder of the anti-abortion group Operation Rescue. We will dance on the grave of Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade will be on the ash heap of history. Carrie Moss of the American Civil Liberties Union. It would deprive half the nation of a fundamental constitutional right that has been enjoyed by millions of women for over 50 years. Last fall, 62% in a CBS News poll favored keeping Roe versus Wade in place. There's been reaction from members of Congress. Democratic leaders Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer said it would go down as an abomination, one of the worst and most damaging decisions in modern history. Some Republicans criticized the leak but praised the potential ruling, including Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, who called it morally powerful. Nicole Killian, CBS News, 
Capitol Hill. This is Steve Dorsey in Washington. The apparent leak jeopardizes the court's integrity. Its judicial process has long been protected and secret. The release of the reported draft opinion could trigger a sweeping investigation, even involving the FBI. The moment marks a culmination of decades of accusations that the court itself has whittled away at its own independence. Legal historian Mary Ziegler says this could put in motion even more action at the state level. There are going to be contests about what state constitutions have to say. There are going to be political battles about how far states are going to go, if they're going to criminalize all abortions or just some. Even within each state, we're going to see a great deal of political contestation. Now to a swing state, Ohio, where voters are casting ballots today in a Senate primary. CBS's Robert Costa says it's a test of strength for former President Trump. The best president of my lifetime, the great Donald J. Trump. He's not on the ballot, but Republicans running for Ohio's Senate seat are betting former President Trump is still on voters' minds. I supported President Trump yesterday, I support him today, and I'll continue to support him tomorrow. Trump reshaped the crowded race by backing political outsider J.D. Vance. J.D., you're supported by me. Former state treasurer Josh Mandel is also campaigning as the Trump candidate, despite not getting his endorsement. The Trump voters are on my side. Perhaps splitting the Trump vote and providing an opening for moderate state Senator Matt Dolan. A special grand jury has now been picked in Georgia to consider whether former President Trump and others tried to influence the 2020 vote in that state. In Ukraine, it's hoped busloads of the first evacuees from a besieged steel plant will reach their destination today. Many will need treatment for burns and malnutrition. The family of Vicki White can't believe it. The Alabama corrections official, now the subject of an arrest warrant, as authorities believe she helped a murder suspect escape late last week. White's mother says she's never really been in trouble before. She's never done any. I doubt she's ever even had a speeding ticket. But, I mean, she's always been, what I'd say, a good person. This is all a shock. The 57-year-old White had put in her retirement papers after 17 years on the job, and her last day was supposed to be last Friday. A former Philadelphia police officer has been charged with murder in the March shooting death of a 12-year-old boy. T.J. Sedario had fired a shot at an unmarked police car and fled, but prosecutors say he was unarmed and on the ground when he was shot by Officer Edsall Mendoza. Attorney Andrew Duffy represents Sedario's family. Any shooter who puts the gun down upon command, gets down to the ground upon command, cannot be shot in the back. That's an execution that's a murder. A Los Angeles jury gave a win yesterday to the Kardashian family in the defamation suit brought by reality TV star Black China. She alleged the Kardashians convinced the E! Network to cancel her show. In Oklahoma, a judge has ruled the last known survivors of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre can make their case to hold the city accountable. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. The survivors are all more than 100 years old. They were small children living in the Greenwood section of town known as Black Wall Street. In 1921, a young black man was accused of assaulting a white teenage girl. A white mob, including members of the Tulsa Sheriff's Department, torched roughly 35 blocks of homes and businesses. The night of the massacre, I was awakened by my family. Now 107, Viola Fletcher saw her community 
torn apart by that white mob. Well, I think about it every day. It'll be something I'll never forget. No one was ever held accountable for what happened that day. The NFL says it found no evidence that the Cleveland Browns purposely lost games during the 2016 and 17 seasons or paid people to do so, as former coach Hugh Jackson alleged last winter. The Met Gala last night in New York City. Kardashian wore the glimmering gold gown Marilyn Monroe had to be sewn into when she sang to President Kennedy at Madison Square Garden in 1962. Kardashian says she had to lose 16 pounds to fit into it herself. Other memorable looks, New York Mayor Eric Adams in a Gilded Age-style tux with tails that had the words end gun violence painted on the back. Elon Musk walked the red carpet with his supermodel mom, May. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Also in New York, in the shadow of an Amazon plant where workers voted to unionize last month, employees at a separate Amazon facility rejected a union effort, 62% against it. That about matches the level of turnout. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.